You are listening to Chin Up Darling, the podcast, and this is episode number 14. Hello, sweet friend. Welcome back. Um, So in the last episode, I talked about the importance of getting really resilient against rejection and why that's necessary to really live your life fully and chase your dreams and and achieve your goals most of the time. And um, I think I mentioned that it's one of three episodes that I wanted to share with you that I've outlined and <laughs> did some research on and and sort of dug up some stories for myself to share with you. And um, funnily enough, I'm, I mean, it's <laughs> probably very logical, but while I was sharing that, I was in, I'm still in it actually, in a phase of facing a lot of rejection and facing a lot of options for rejection as I'm applying to jobs and almost being done with grad school. And um, right after sharing it, I actually kind of went through it so deeply that I needed some time before I recorded this episode. And I really needed sort of to hear my own words, I guess. Um, But we're here. I'm still alive. (laughs) Just proof to you that rejection is fine, part of life, and the only way to get to where you want to be. And um, yeah, you'll be okay. So in order to be okay, I kind of created this little list of five steps to really deal with rejection in a healthy way so that you can can really build that resilience. Um, So I'll just share with you what I do. Um, Not that I do this perfectly, honestly, and not that I can focus on doing this every time, but I know that when I go through this list and I allow myself to take the time to do that, um, I come out on on the other other side much stronger, feeling much better, um, and truly having processed what's just happened. So... um, Know that it's not something you have to follow. I just like to share what I do and hopefully you can benefit from that too. So the first thing, whenever you feel rejected, you know, it can be something, it can be a harsh, clear rejection from someone or for a job, but sometimes rejection or the feeling of rejection comes from something much more obscure and it's more of your interpretation. So I'll just keep that kind of, Broad. So however you want to interpret that, whenever you feel rejected, you know, allow yourself the time to feel what you feel. That's truly step one. And I'll be honest, for me, this is the one that I like to skip over. I like to kind of bulldozer on and pretend like, oh, it's fine. This is normal. While on the inside, I'm crushed. Um, so... Step one is definitely allowing yourself the time to process what's going on. So even if your mind can rationalize that it's not a big deal or that it's normal or whatever your mind likes to do, if you feel super, super sad about something or you feel, you know, sometimes it honestly feels physical, physical pain to feel to be rejected allow yourself the time. Um, if you've ever seen Gilmore Girls and you remember the Wallow episode, <laughs> I really, 
I think that was the number one time that I learned that lesson. So yeah, allow yourself the time to wallow. Because if you don't, that feeling will just be stored up in your body. It will come back when you least expect it, hit you in the face, and you'll be hit with it even harder. So so step one, take the time. You know, feel what you need to feel, even if it feels, even if your mind goes on and on a rant of how you should be stronger, whatever. Just feel what you need to feel. That's step one. Then step two, when you've gone through, let's say about 80% of the roughest emotions, right? So the big wave is kind of over and it still doesn't feel good, but you're not emotional to that extent anymore. It's time to check your thoughts about the subject or about what happened. So step two is checking your thoughts and really... You can meditate about this. You can journal about this. You can, as long as you're honest with yourself, whatever works for you to check in with the thoughts that go on in your mind around this subject, take the time to do that after you felt the feelings, right? So what I like to do is I first like to meditate, not because that's the clearest for me, but that just allows me to stop. And then when I stop, what I'm doing and I become a bit more quiet, I notice the thoughts a bit better and then I grab pen and paper and I ask myself, what is the story I'm telling myself about this? Or even if I, sometimes I don't even write that question question down, I just start dumping whatever I'm thinking on paper. Whatever it is, just give yourself the time to write it down. And when you write it down, Look at what you're writing and without judgment, ask yourself, is this true? Is this absolutely true? For example, um, I'm a bit older than most of my friends who've already started their first jobs or maybe even their second jobs. And to me, there's times when I feel like I'm behind, that I'm failing, um, and I know that's just a big ego thing that I'm still working on. But so now that I started applying to jobs and getting my first rejections and and things not going exactly the way I was hoping it would go, maybe one of the default things I go to is I'm already behind. I'm never getting a job. I should have. I should have done this. I should have done that. And I mean, I can list a, a list of thoughts that are so crappy, um, that's super long, but so just to give you a couple of examples and then looking at them, it's so tempting to sit in that thought and just be consumed by it and allow it to rule how I feel and how I act later on because that's just what I've practiced and what I sort of default to. But when I write it down and I actually ask myself, is this true? Is this absolutely true? I have to be honest and say that it's not true, right? There's enough evidence that it's not true. Why would I never get a job? I've had many jobs before. Why would I not find a new relationship? I've found other people who like me or who I liked before. You know, it's it's crazy what we make ourselves believe because we don't check in with those thoughts. But taking the time to truly do that I mean, it may feel silly in the beginning, 
But just checking in, you don't even have to do something big. Just look at the thought and think, is that true? Or what if my best friend would tell me this about herself? And I know it's easier to see that for another person not being true. While, because when you think that about yourself, you probably feel it so deeply and it hurts so much that you think it must be true because that's why I'm feeling this way. But I promise it's not true. Anyway, so after you're, you've taken your time to feel what you want to feel, need to feel, sorry, um, and then you've checked your thoughts and sort of cleared that up, you can sort of reflect on what happened. So what happened in the situation where you feel, felt rejected? If it's a job application or maybe you're applying for a program or maybe it's dating someone, just go over the facts that have happened. What did you do? What did the other person or party do? And what can you learn from what happened? Is there something that's maybe out of your control that you couldn't have changed anyway? Or is there maybe something that you maybe could have done differently? Is there maybe even a bright side to the story? So reflecting on what happened, sometimes it's nice to write down how you prepared for something, what your expectations were, and what actually took place um, when you felt rejected or when the rejection came. And when you're reflecting this way, it most of the time we tend to reflect in a sense of I did this wrong and I should have done this differently. And of course, there's many lessons to to learn. So that's why I, I think that's an important step three to look at what the lesson is and what you could have done differently maybe for the next time. What maybe um, the other party could have done differently or just looking at the lesson from that side. But then step four, I think so important to find a bright side to this rejection. Even if it's super tiny, maybe it's just something that gives you a little bit of hope. The bright side of not getting this job is that I don't have to make that commute every day. Or the bright side is that I will find a partner that's better suited for me. Or maybe the bright side is that you have a little bit more time before you have to commit to something new. Whatever that small bright side is, it's so worth noticing that because it helps you train your mind to not only look at something from the perspective of the negative side and, and being hurt and sad. It helps you see that there's always, always a side that's positive, even if it's not as big as the negative side, right? Right. So after you've reflected on the lesson and, and you found that bright side, maybe even if it's teeny tiny, the last step, step number five, it's the biggest step, honestly. And, and I think that the steps before really set you up for kicking it in this last step, and that's taking action. Because the greatest danger, I think, of feeling rejected is thinking, I'm never doing this again throwing my hands up in the air, that's the last time, this was dangerous, see how hurt I am, see, this is never going to happen for me. I tried, I tried, see, because I got rejected, and then we stop, and then we leave it, even though 
maybe it's our number one goal or maybe it's something that we've been dreaming about forever. So instead of throwing in the towel, set up a plan to take action. And the faster you can take action, I promise the better you will feel. When it comes to, for example, finding a job, I've noticed that I will obsess over the last thing that I've done in my mind over and over until I find a new thing to focus on. And I know that's something I have to work on. But when I get a rejection letter and I feel sad or whatever, if I have other things in the works, I can focus on that. I can take action on that. So when I got my first rejection, when I started, I actually, I felt not so great. I checked my thoughts. I was kind of frustrated and annoyed. I found a little bright side thinking, if you communicate like this as a company, I do not want to be part of you. I don't want to be part of your company, of your team, of your culture. I'm going to find three places to apply to right now. That was my action. Granted, that happened really fast, but sometimes taking action, it can be just a teeny tiny step. You don't have to apply to three new jobs. But for me, that really helped in feeling that the ball was still rolling, that I was still on track, that I, that there were still other options for me and that I didn't see where it was going yet, but at least options were there. So taking action is always scary, but after feeling rejected, it can feel extra scary. So it's important to really take into consideration those steps that we did before. So while you're taking action or planning your action, check in with your thoughts. How are you thinking about this new step? What did you learn from the last experience and how can you make sure that in the next steps that you're taking towards your goal or your dream, that you kind of avoid the things that you could have done differently in that situation. Focus on the bright side as well. So what is the bright side from that rejection and how can you even get make it even bigger for yourself in that new step that you're taking? You know, can you focus on enhancing that bright side just by focusing on maybe different kinds of jobs or different people to date? Whatever it is, if if you take action quickly, you're, you're, it's so much easier to change your focus, to think forward, to find a little bit of hope again, to move forward, to feel maybe a bit proud of yourself as well. And you know, those baby steps, they will get you everywhere. Now, you don't have to do all this in the same day that you felt that rejection coming. Just whatever you need to do and whatever pace you need to take is totally fine. But I think it's so great to become more aware of first of all how you feel why you feel those feelings how you think about things and knowing that you can choose your thoughts maybe you have a lot of automated thoughts that come up you know there's a lot of negative talk self-talk that we've learned maybe and those paths are so ingrained in our system that it'll take a while to maybe get out of that automated loop of not being enough, not having done enough, not being good enough, not deserving. But when you start to notice something, and in this case, your thoughts and your feelings, you can actually start to choose and direct those thoughts into 
into thoughts that are more productive for you and thoughts that are more serving you. And that's the only way to get forward, right? Instead of replaying over and over and over in our head, we, we become stagnant and scared. But when you take action, when you do reflect, when you do check your thoughts, when you find that bright side and take action, you gain confidence in yourself that you know what to do when you get rejected. You know what to do when you don't feel good. And you know what to do when that step that you were hoping to bring you closer to your dream doesn't come true that you can take another step in another direction. And with that confidence, man, you're building rejection resilience. I promise. All right. I've rambled on quite a bit. I hope this is clear for you. I hope this helps. Um, If you have any questions, feel free to send me a message on Instagram. I'm on Yara Miora. I would love to hear from you and hear your insights about this. And if there's anything that you do... um, to deal with rejection in a healthy way, um, I'd love to hear from you. So I'll just repeat the five steps quickly, just one more time so that you can write it down maybe. And one is to take the time to feel how you feel. You know, allow yourself the time to process. Number two, check your thoughts. What are you making this mean? And are those thoughts true? Then number three, reflect on what happened And find the lesson in there. What can you do differently next time? And how can you learn from the situation? Number four, find the bright side. Is there anything positive about this not going the way you were expecting it to go? Anything, even the tiniest? Find it and write it down. And then number five, take action. Don't become stagnant. Do it scared anyway. What is that next tiny, tiny baby step that you can take to still move forward and follow your dream? All right, that's it for today. I hope you have a lovely day. Talk to you soon.